0: One. Uh, if you are listening to this, my name is France. I'm your host of the Let's Talk Battle Rap right Podcast. Right now we're live on caffeine. We're live with the chat titles. So I will be reading messages throughout this monologue podcast from the chat itself. And you know, this is there's no easy way to ever depart from things. There's no easy way to ever say goodbye. Breakups are difficult. You know what I'm saying? But we are here to let you guys know that uh you know, our, our ten year with Caffeine has come to an end, you know what I mean? And I didn't make a grand announcement about this prior because I have been trying to write a piece about this. Maybe the piece will be out tomorrow, Friday, uh, depending how far along I've come along with the editing. So you guys can really read a little bit more in depth about how I feel in the editorial. Might as well make some content out of it, right? Why not? I'm the content bull. But I really wanted to just uh, enjoy one last stream. With the people, we didn't make a big announcement about it or anything like that. I just wanted to see who pull up. I got a chance to just spew, rant, talk. Uh y'all hear me out. Y'all read and respond. I read messages back. You know, and I gotta say, being a caffeine partner for now uh about three years, you know, since 2020. A little shy of three years of being a caffeine partner. And when caffeine first came around to Battle Rap. February 2020, February 29th, it was on a leap year. We already knew, like, you know, a little bit. I mean, the horoscopes and all that. Everybody's like, leap year, the 29th, this is happening. But in all seriousness, uh, once it came into the game, I really thought, like, wow, this, this is interesting, but I don't know what this means yet. You know what I'm saying? Like, this is a new format available. It's going to be free for all of us. How much can free battle rap draw in brand new fans? What was it going to do for the landscape of battle rap? And keep in mind, we're still very confused as to what caffeine's going to be. Um, they obviously started their first event with Geechee Gotti and Torque headlining, a mega match between their two newest stars from the 2016 Proving Ground class. And while the event had a lot of turmoil on, on the technical side, less of a quality side, but we were still like, whoa. Um, we're going to give caffeine a chance, but you don't really know what this means. Nobody really knew what it meant. You know, Um, everybody's trying to do streams on this. Everybody's doing a little bit of shows. Everybody's kind of confused. Nobody really knows how to use OBS or everybody's streaming without a layout or microphones. There are all these bad backgrounds and lighting. And it it really showed a lot of um, the amateur and a lot of us as content creators as to us not fully being invested in our equipment and stuff. Because uh, when Let's Talk Battle Rap started uh, 2018, I used to always go to the studio in the city called Gotham Podcast Studios. And it used to be, I think, maybe like $30 $30 an hour per podcast hour. So I would always book two hours just in case I needed an overlap in between. And me and Vlad would just go to the studio and and record. But if I – I'm going to bring it back a little bit before all that – You know, Vlad wasn't in the picture until, like, about four or five months of creating Let's Talk Battle Rap. I was just doing straight monologue podcasts, blogs of some sorts. I was trying to do interviews, and interviews were really hard to come across, like, my first couple interviews. Um, With Let's Talk Battle Rap, I had to, like, pay some of these rappers because, you know, it made sense to me at the time. Like, they don't know who I am. I don't know who they are. They're helping a brand-new platform that has under 100 followers. Like, tax me. Tax me. You know what I'm saying? And I learned very soon after maybe four or five episodes that that wasn't going to be sustainable. So never paid for another interview again after that. But, you know, once I met Vlad, we would go to the studio. Everything was set for us. We had a producer. We had an engineer. We had somebody to upload the episodes. And over time, you just started to learn a little bit how to become more independent. You know, we uh, invested into, I think I, think I, have it, I think I have it right in front of me. We got a soundboard. You know what I'm saying? We got a nice Zoom soundboard. I, mean, I can't turn the camera right now. We um, started to learn how to edit audio, edit video. I met Justin the building. Justin, what up, man? I'm just talking a little bit of the timeline of LTBR and some caffeine updates and all that. Um, so me and Vlad started to learn how to like create the content without the studio, so we would always go to his crib out in like Brooklyn. He's like deep in Brooklyn. You know what I'm saying? I don't even want to say what area. So for his own uh privacy but we I, i'm in the bronx that's easily like an hour sign like plus ride via train and by uber it was like 50 minutes on a good day you know what i'm saying so every um maybe i'm not talking to the microphone let me get a little bit closer for you go to but like, i remember every uh every like tuesday and thursdays we would just like link up go to this crib try to record maybe two or three podcasts a day uh, we'll do one of our own, one with a guest, one with somebody from the team, just to stack content, just for the days that life will start to, you know, do lifelike things, and we couldn't link up, so we have content in the stash, and starting as an audio platform that just kind of slowly became this hub of, like, infographics and information, it kind of just blew up. I never really expected it to be what it, what it became now. Um... <laughs> Uh, there. okay, that's better. Let's, let me get close to the microphone for you. So I got you go to go to track in the, in the building on our day one supporters, you know what I'm saying? So let's take this walk. Yeah, man, might as well. Right. So, you know, me and Vlad, uh, we're slowly starting to learn how to do things as time progresses. We're adding people onto the team that adds a lot of value. We had Tim, Tim Nelson, the transcriber from genius.com. I, I had a profound amount of respect for him because, uh, he transcribes battle rap lyrics for, for not a living, but on the side. And you can only imagine how much you have to bring back the content to re-listen to one portion of it just to get it transcribed correctly. So I know he's putting in the the, the, the labor hours and the pain to re-watch something. I trust his, his eyes and ears as far as watching and listening to battles. That was most important to me because I, I started to navigate and learn really quickly. You learn people who watch battles and who don't watch battles and as knowledgeable as you can be, it, it means nothing. If you don't have the personality, you know how to sensationalize things, get the clicks, target on someone to the hot topics. So I'm just, I'm just this walking Rubik's cube of information with a team full of talented individuals. And we just didn't necessarily know how to like take certain things to the next level, like our views, our downloads, our marketing, our social media, but we just still committed to it. You know what I'm saying? Just to committed because people like Justin in here, people like Golden in here, Tata in the building, people like Tata before she became part of the team. These are people that all like really supported the journey along the way. And we just cared about making those people happy. And before you know it, those people started to grow in abundance. You know what I'm saying? And, um, so this is a little bit of like pre-caffeine. So now a little bit fast forward, right? We get to the caffeine time period of uh, of LTBR. And um, we had a really good stride with everything that was going on. We, was, we were reaching up to 10,000 downloads a month via podcast. Um, we went to a whole ton of events. We had kind of gotten recognized by a lot of people already in the culture, a lot of respected people in the culture. Uh, the, the Cody panel already one time. You know what I mean? So I had already acquired a little bit of like some substantial recognition, then badges along the way. Uh, then caffeine comes around, and we're all just learning, learning. Like, what can we do with this brand new platform and tool that's in front of us? Is there a real opportunity available here with caffeine? And a couple of weeks later, bam, the pandemic hits. Boom. So now we're all stuck in the crib. And, you know, there was a really early time of the pandemic where the whole world was like, you have all this free time now, there's no excuse for you to not get your goals done. And you always need to convince yourself, if I just had an extra hour or two in the day, if I just had an extra day out the week, if I just uh, finished work an hour earlier, if, if I just found a way to give myself more time, I would be able to have more energy to invest into myself, into my goals. And um, volume's really low. Hold up, man. Let me switch over so that we can get better volume for you guys. One second. Let me get better volume here. I want to keep going with this. All right. All right. How we sounding now? How we sounding now? Sound better? Do we sound better? Much better, thank you. Turn me up, my easy voice. Turn me up, all right. So, you know, pandemic hits, everybody's home, everybody's thinking to themselves, well, I got all this free time, I can, I can hit my goals now, I can learn how to do all these things. And you don't realize after all this free time that you have to yourself now that you're just kind of uh, really deep into your thoughts and you're having to face certain things that you were avoiding. Um, especially within your own household or, or, or long distance from your household. And so just because you had all this free time in the world that just accumulated out of nowhere, that didn't necessarily mean, nor was it synonymous to you learning brand new skills or creating a new hustle or finding ways to, to maximize your talents and abilities. And it took a little bit of time for us to really like figure out what we wanted to do with LTBR. Um, obviously we had a whole... Archive of data, history, information, spreadsheets, stat graphics. Uh, so we had a whole bunch of stuff to like, I guess, make some kind of real nerdy like content. But we still wanted to know what was the elevation, what was the next level. And I remember 2019, November 2019, uh, for King of the Dot Town business too. I went out to Ohio so I could spend a weekend with Vlad. We could watch the two-day King of the Dot event. And CC pulled up on us. You know, what I'm saying it's our first time. Well, it was my first time meeting CeCe. Vlad I met CeCe prior. He had a lot of rapport with her. So CeCe came around um, to Vlad's crib in Ohio and we all got together. We did a podcast together. It was a ton of fun. We did a live show. People loved the way all three of our personalities blended. Uh, we got to watch all these battles. We fell asleep for this whole kind of disaster. You know what I'm saying? And uh, from there on out, we realized like we kind of built some kind of interesting chemistry, and Cece was kind of in like the same weird parallel boat where she had been in Battle after for so long, just as long as we have. Um, we probably all been in the same venue, events, places together at the same time, just not knowing each other. And we were creating content that wasn't fully monetized, but it, it 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 captured the recognition of certain figures and individuals and people. And we had networks already, and we had relationships with artists and the leagues. So we decided to say, "Hey, let's let's get together and start actually doing more of these podcasts. People might like it." You know, at first it was called BRB Battle Rap Brunch. And that was a cool little name for it, trying to imitate like the breakfast club. Uh, (laughs) But then when caffeine came around, we were like, yo, you know, they're they're starting to offer deals. Let's see what we can do here. We get started with caffeine. We do a couple streams. We don't really know what's the direction of what we're going to try to do. Then we get a manager out of caffeine. Uh, Craig, shout out to Craig. We get Craig and um, he sat down with us, had a meeting and said, look, Pitch a specific kind of show that you guys think you can replicate or want to do and bring to the network. Uh, do it for a month. If we like it, we'll give you a trial period to see if we can onboard you guys for a deal. So we did a whole uh, pretty much like a talking head show, talking head debate show, like a whole first take show. I had to learn how to get an overlay. I had to learn how to put me, CC, and Vlad in three quadrants and three boxes. I had to learn how to make lower thirds. Um, I had we decided to commit to this and do this a daily thing, LTBR daily, Monday through Thursday, 10.30 a.m. to 12 p.m. So we had a full-blown 90-minute show, <laughs> um, four days a week, every single morning. And in those four days, I remember the perfect way we broke everything down was like, all right, we're going to take one topic. CC, you have two minutes. Vlad, you have two minutes to talk about it. Then we're going to throw it to the chat for three minutes, and then we're going to move on to the next topic. So we literally would make one topic a seven to nine minute block. So that way we can have up to like eight to ten topics per show. You know what I'm saying? And uh, that first Friday of I was sad. Yeah, yeah, man. Uh, So we created this. We did it for a month straight. Um, and caffeine was like, all right, you guys are getting kind of close to a deal, but we got something for you right now. So you don't leave empty handed. We can give you $50 a show. (laughs) We're like, damn, $50 a show. Like we just, we just went crazy for a whole month. But you're like, you know what? Stick to the vision. Um, let's take it and let's see what it becomes. Actually, I want to take that back a, a second. We didn't do the daily show at first. We started with a weekly show. Let me make sure I get the timeline of this correctly. So we started with a weekly show at first. The weekly show was on Sundays. So we were we, we made the show to cover Ultimate Madness 1 and Ultimate Madness 2, I believe. Um, so this show was kind of used as like a post-game show. So it was like real first take ESPN-like. We brought guests, had everything real organized and time structured. And like I said, after the month of them, like kind of giving us a little bit of money for it. They liked it. it still consistent. They hit us with a deal. They say here's the deal, but you have to do X amount of hours per month. So the way we're going to make all these hours per month is by doing the show four days a week. So that's when the show became a weekly show to a daily show. Um, sorry about the confusion there. So once we had the daily show, we uh, we rocked out. Me, CC, Vlad split our payments there. You know, we uh, did the show every every day for three, four months straight: August, September, October, November, December. Um, I wish I had the knowledge that I have now back then because the show's quality and production would have been so much higher than what it was, even though back then it was still very unique and special. And, uh, we were all learning on the fly, you know, then Vlad, uh, has his kid, had to take a little bit of a hiatus, had to get another job to hold down the fort and stack up the chips and, you know what I'm saying? Get ready for kid number two. He was, he was working on it. Uh, came in 2023, 2022. Um, So, you know, Vlad took a little bit of a break from LTBR, and it's me and Cece. uh, We're still, like, really, like, scoundering, trying to figure out what we're going to do, you know what I'm saying? Because uh, uh, I even forgot to include Titus into this timeline, because how could I forget that? He it was just like a real avid supporter of ours from 2018 to now. And we always had contact. We were always communicate. I would always kind of tell him a lot of the information behind the scene things that I would learn. And he used to really help me stay up to date with all the media outlets that was available that I didn't, <laughs> I couldn't always watch. I didn't have the time to watch everybody. So he made my life a bit easier there. And that's when we kind of learned how to create the LTVR news updates. You know what I'm saying? So, um, I think the timeline of all this is a little scramble. So I apologize This none of this was prepared. All this was like all supposed to be on the fly for you guys. But yeah, man, that caffeine comes into our lives. We have the staff here. You know what I'm saying? LTBR News, LTBR Daily. This once a week hobby slowly became into a day-to-day digital marketing machine. And the grind of it is Relentless. It's um, incredibly difficult at times, but I'm surrounded by the most unique, talented individuals to help operate—not just myself, but everything around me function, and the brand, and yourselves too, because everybody here does great work. You know, um, during the time period when Vlad is uh is currently MIA, 2021 ish, you know, we finally give Titus a show. So now, me, Titus, and CC are splitting the on air time. You know what I'm saying? Tata was a a, a day, hardcore day to day supporter, always in the chat, always in the shows, always in everybody's chat, always in everybody's shows. So we were like, yo, what if we get her to do the news updates? What if we can convince her that what she's doing right now, she can get paid for it and still keep doing it? Nothing has to change. <laughs> you can keep doing everything that you're doing right now. You can keep consuming all the content you are consuming right now. Just tell us what you listen to, and it became a really nice position for her, um, which over time came with a couple raises. Uh, I wish I could always pay Tata more. She was fantastic. So, and then, uh, man, we had all those years of uh, cafe. Uh, is this got, this got the last dance vibes? Yeah, man. I wish I actually. Got a chance to actually write all this down i probably would have did a whole better spiel for this but i'm gonna let it just be organic as as it is tata in the chat says it's been lit ever since i appreciate that top you know what i'm saying you've been uh shit man you've you you you, you are a diamond in the rough man you're like a number one draft pick that went 12 man like <laughs> you know what i'm saying max max contract level player um Of course, we also get a lot of unique personalities along the way. I don't want to leave anybody out um, because the timeline of all this is all over. But, you know, we obviously fast forward a little bit past 2021. Um, I get get real acquainted with a lot of individuals that have a lot of higher up power. You know, I get involved with a lot more projects as far as battle rap goes. Uh, Then before you know it, like I have every single like top tiers person's phone number in my phone, I have all these league owners phone numbers in my phone. Um, my resume continues just to start to build, you know, Cody, more Cody appearances, a judge for bullpen judge for Chrome 23 was offered a judge for URL and King of the dot. Was often a judge for RBE, uh, judge bags and bodies, you know, the list, the list just goes on. I should get a second phone. Justin, I should get a second phone. Um, and along while my resume is building up, you know, there's more talent to individuals along the way that get, partake in this journey, that expand our horizon. We get the coin flip. Shouts to Taurus. Uh, young kid, brilliant, uh, fresh out of college, uh, currently in that weird state of life where you're fresh out of college and you kind of have to become an adult all of a sudden. So he's been a little MIA himself, but he will, will be back. But, you know, he he was younger than all of us. And he would talk and most times we would just drop our jaw, like, hold on, you two... What yo, I was never this smart at this age. Like, you know what I'm saying? (laughs) In fact, if we're gonna keep it transparent, like I may have purchased the website, but Taurus is the one that fully damn near built built this shit. Like me and Taurus spent nights, nights and nights and nights working on building the site, like endless amount of hours, because at the end of 2021, you know, uh, Caffeine was still around. Caffeine was still around strong and consistent and giving us a ton of work. Keep in mind, in 2020, they did 20 events. 2021, they did 22 events. 2022 comes around, we're like, all right, I don't know if they're going to do another round of 20 plus events because that's just mad unsustainable. Um, But in the event that in a year two or three from now, caffeine is no longer around, it's time for us to, to continue to build ourselves back to you know, let's get back to the basics of things. So, we start. We bought the website, started the website. Me and Torres spent hours and hours and hours every day in February and 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 in March building a joint. And it took about maybe seven weeks. And before you knew it, bam! Let's talk up.com is born. We haven't had a battle a battle rap editorial website since battlerap.com. They pretty much went extinct in 2017. So we occupy that space, and I think we occupy it very well. We're not flawless. There's a ton. There's, there's tons that could be done better. All of us could be sharper. Uh, I could post more on it. I could find a way to automate more things and make it a little bit more advanced or search friendly or tag friendly. There's a lot of things that could be better with the website. I'm not complacent with it, but very proud of the product that it's become. And we launched it with the King of the Dot season finale of Bill versus Pass, and that was a unique time, man. Just because like we were, we had enough work going around that we could just focus on battle rap. So I know this kind of started with us departing from caffeine and me giving you guys a whole LTBR journey and our integration with caffeine. But now I want to talk a little bit more about some of the significant things about caffeine. Was this, was this, was our time here perfect? No, of course not. There was a lot of errors. We've had a lot of streams that crashed. There's times that app wasn't working well. There was once upon a time it didn't even have background play you know what I'm saying? Uh respectfully, and it was a little late on the payment sometimes, but we ain't gonna, you know what I'm saying? We're gonna leave that alone. Um, that it, it definitely was not a flawless thing, but what it was was a hub, it was an opportunity for battle rap to finally find a home. You know what I'm saying? Like when you turn on ESPN and any time of the day. You're going to find a show that's playing, whether it's first take, whether it's Jalen Jacoby, whether it's NBA Today, whether it's Around the Horn, whether it's Party Interruption. Uh, it keeps on going. They don't stop. Just because you stop watching after a certain show or turn off your TV for a certain time, they don't stop. They're running damn near uh, 24-7, probably 16 hours of, of different variety of shows. And that's kind of what caffeine felt like. You had people like Jay Black, myself, DNA, uh Top tier podcast, you know what I'm saying? Mike P. Loso, uh, I could keep going with the variety of people that had shows, but like you would come on a caffeine and somebody always had a show going, you know what I'm saying? Plus, URL had their weekly broadcast Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, Monday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, whatever it was, right? So, whenever you turn on the caffeine app, you could find a battle rap content creator making actual content about battle rap. Not about battle rap gossip, some people would, of course. Not about the drama, not about the negativity, less about the league wars. You no, know? but you would come on to this app and always find somebody talking about what was concurrent. Might have been all a little bit redundant with all us having the same takes and opinions on the same subject, but. That's what it would be like if you left your TV on for 24 hours. You would see all these shows talking about the heats and the nuggets and game one and who are they going to pick to win the series and the same opinion being spewed in multiple different ways, different rhetoric and different takes and different personalities. That's what Caffeine was. It was like our battle rap channel. You know what I'm saying? And um, I don't take it for granted. You know, I think a lot of people look at what we did on Caffeine and people that weren't necessarily on Caffeine and they're probably like, Oh, I knew this day was coming. And a lot of people had a lot of negative connotation things to say about caffeine as a whole. And I never was a fan of it just because, like, I knew the opportunity that it brought to not just battle rap, but you go on the website, all types of urban cultures. You know what I'm saying? You had all this life here. You had a World Series of Spades here. You had. Um, the battle fest the dancers and maybe our maybe we didn't do a good enough job of interacting with these other cultures that was on the platform but in the in my air quote word urban culture dominated this platform so when people would criticize the platform it's like you're also criticizing a bunch of black creators independent black creators you know what i'm saying influencers social media people that came here so like yeah, sure, maybe it wasn't going to be around for a long time. Maybe it was just a lick for some people. But nobody complains when somebody like King Bao comes and drops a bag and all these battlers get a lick and go home. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Many licks have happened in Battle Rap. Take advantage of it while it's here. Know that it, know, know what it is. Assess the situation. Get the bag and move on. You know what I'm saying? So, <laughs> j Lexis, this is a good round. I ain't going to lie. Hey, man. I just feel like the end of caffeine is um it was real abrupt i wish they would have finished out their contract sounds familiar right to something that we've been talking about for almost the entirety of this year somebody finishing out their contract and us being very grateful that he didn't finish it and he walked out of it versus a company that decided to not finish theirs and say hey we're pulling the plug on this a little bit shorter than expected it changes the whole dynamic landscape of things when things in life don't go as expected. Anything, everything, you know what I'm saying? You can you can just order takeout on your Uber Eats and it says it's going to get here at, uh, at 1040. Before you know it, it's 1125 and it's still not here and the driver hasn't left yet. And you're like, yo, I've delayed my dinner for 40 minutes. I don't even want it no more. It's going to be cold when it gets here. Little simple things like that, just, just inconveniences. So could you imagine what an inconvenience is like pulling the plug on people that still may have two, three, four months left under contract where they're getting thousands of dollars a month. You know what I'm saying? Uh that was very strange to me to see the community laugh at that. It was bizarre. I couldn't, I didn't, I couldn't process it. I could I didn't understand it. You know what I'm saying? Because this is like there's people that like really committed their lives around it. People like Mike P, people like DNA that like have life-changing income. In fact, let me see if I can pull this up, man. Hold up. I got a list here. I had a list of all the shows that were on caffeine at one point. I took advantage because I used to like look at everybody's time blocks to see what time everybody would like go live. <laughs> so that way I could find out what was the best time to avoid competition. Here we have it. Caffeine show roster. Here we go. You had the Wake and Big Show with Tay Rock. You had The Leap with uh, Loso. You had Breakfast with the Champ, DNA, obviously, LTBR Daily. Nitty had a show for a month. It was called First Break. Uh, Top Tier Podcast, obviously, Gutter City, Easy. Jazz the Rapper had all types of creative shows of what's or, uh, the love for jazz or what's on the menu. Those are fun. Obviously, all the above podcasts, Mike P, Shuny, URL those three streams a week. That they would have us sometimes be guests for. We could get paid for those appearances. Forty bars had we like to know here. Obviously the A show and a uh, relationship Thursdays disrespectfully, respectfully. Arsenal had a show here for a month. Official had a show. Good had his podcast here. Misfit had her podcast here. Obviously surf was an ambassador. He he utilized caffeine at at, the, at his maximum potential. Uh, K Shine had the dojo. Somebody named Jay Black. You've probably heard of him before. Uh, he does he does a couple of streams here from time to time. Casey Battle Rap Trap. This is this is over twenty cents shows that I just said. You know what I'm saying? And every single show could have ranged from like a thousand to five thousand dollars a month. So like we we could just even it out to maybe three thousand dollars between that range, right? Caffeine was easily paying out almost a hundred grand to people in the culture to have shows. By the way, I didn't even mention people like London Jen who got a deal afterwards. Lush One each Gotti, who brought no studio into this like 25 shows was just like there's still more it could probably go all up to like 35 you know what I'm saying um <laughs> so if you were making anywhere from a thousand to five thousand dollars a month if you're making if you're making extra thousand dollars a month for streaming which probably total out to maybe 20 hours a month you get you have a part-time job that's paying you fifty dollars an hour to stream whatever content you like. Now, if you were higher up on the scale, right, and you had a job uh, that's paying $150 an hour for 20, 20 hours a month, making $3,000 a month, that's where you would be at right there. You know what I'm saying? People were walking out of here with college graduate entry-level salary, up to thirty six dollars to $60,000 a month. And there's a lot of little perks that people probably didn't even know because now if you read your contract, you would know that you can get an extra fee for doing URL appearances or, or guest appearances like that. You can get your broadcast hours by doing network shows and partnering with other content creators that are on the platform that are partners. So if I'm on Jay Black's show, those hours count for my month. If he's on my show, those hours count for his month. Um there is a budget available. People don't know about this. You could have requested a special project, a special content project budget where caffeine could give you two to five hundred dollars for a special show that you wanted to create. You know what I'm saying? So, like th- there was so much about what came from caffeine that I'm looking at it now, and it's there's no way I could say this was this was bad for the culture. There's no way I could say this was negative. There's no way I could say this hurt the culture. In fact, it actually probably revealed. The, the underlying truth that we probably didn't want to accept yet, and it's that you guys don't really necessarily care more about battle rap than you do about battle rap drama, you know what I mean? Because this was a home for nothing but inclusive analyzation of battles, banter, humor, interviews, creativity. Some people went off the rails and showcased their personalities, but it was still all attached to a positive realm of what battle rap should be, and unfortunately it's not that. So, let's read some of these messages. I don't know why people treat it as a aha moment. Says Jeremiah, perk, big perk in the building. What a big perk! So Adas says, Don Demarco. That's my round, man. That's my round. It changed a lot of people's lives, mine, mine's included, man. You know what I'm saying, like. I'm in this, I'm in this apartment half half of the reason for caffeine, you know what I'm saying I, I I made sure to parlay a bunch of other moves because I always had the skepticism that this wouldn't be here forever. you know I just didn't know it would be pulled as quickly as it did, but I'm fine. I hope everybody else is fine as well. Um, every partner on caffeine knew this day would come one day. like everybody did their research on the on the company It's like, all right they, they don't have ads. They're not making money. They're they're burning through a $40 million investment. There might have been another investment that we don't know about that they're also burning through. Like at some point, this is gonna come to an end, right? You know what I'm saying? And when I just parlayed everything that I would do with caffeine, like I would uh I would go to these events, I'll be there in person. Sometimes I'll go live from my phone so that people who are not in the building could see what the atmosphere was like. I would talk to as many artists as I can to get as much inside journalistic intel that I could or could not say so I could understand how certain things operate a little bit more. At the end of these events, I, I come here, I do a stream, talk to you guys, tell you all about my experience and updates, then I go write about it. And, I, you know, I got to check for it every month. And for a minute, um, it felt like everything was, like, real for a second, you know what I'm saying? I, I love battle rap. I've always loved battle rap. I've, I, my roots are deep into this. I, I can pull out some serious receipts as far as how far back I'm etched into certain areas of time. Like, you know, I have like a cousin that was at the Fight Club studio in the city and watched Jin live. I, I wasn't there, obviously, but he would tell me about those stories. Obviously, I used to go to Black Star to buy DVDs. I, I went to Lions then. I have articles from 2013 when I first got into media i um, been to Summer Madness 1 and 2. I've seen Conceded to Young Ill live. I've seen, I almost saw Averman SB live. You know, I, I have a lot of things that I could talk about that I don't brag about. But the point I'm saying all that is, is like to let you know how passionate I am about all this. And I remember in 2012, um, I started to try to blog. I didn't necessarily like the idea of blogging. That's why I really pursued the writing avenue a little bit more um, during that time period. but I remember I had a friend of mine, and he was just like, I don't see a world where there's an actual, like, analyst being paid here. Like, I don't, I just, that up is too small. And when he said that, because he, he was somebody that was, like, really involved in the industry, when he said that, I was just like, where can this grow to that there will be opportunities one day, right? There will be a world where you can go cover an event, be professional, recap a battle, and it become lucrative. Battle rap word right there, right? Battle rap 101, lucrative. And caffeine brought all that to life for me. You know what I'm saying? Caffeine brought it to life for me to go to these places. Um, I had the reputation that I've built, all the sweat equity, all the labor, <laughs> all of the the physical uh cachet that you build by showing up to places. I, I had years of that already under my belt. So all of this felt like retribution to me it felt like I got a chance to actually live out my dream and I would never take that for granted. You know, (laughs) bullshit, bullshit, bullshit. Yeah. So yeah, man, you know, what's next for LTBR though? That's the, that's the real question. I don't know what's next to be honest with you guys. I'll be totally honest. Um, if I could if I said I knew what was next, I, I I wouldn't know what to tell you. I don't know what's next. You know, um, a lot of the things that I want to do require a high level of of labor that I've learned over time that if I exude this much labor, I'm gonna burn myself out. You know what I'm saying? Like I'll never forget during the month of midnight, man, is September 2022, the beginning of last year. Bruh, spaces was like a brand new thing for all of us. We were in them bitches for six, seven, eight, nine hours a day. And then I realized I could start quoting you motherfuckers live while you're speaking. I had my I got on my DJ academics I said I could get the news out as fast as possible. Speediness will attract the people. And January 2022 was the biggest (laughs) like month statistically for LTBR and all social media platforms because Every day, I was just quoting and quoting and quoting and listening and listening and listening and reporting and making content and screen recording and grabbing, making clips and videos. And we, between Ty, Ty, Titus and myself, we would normally bust out up to ten quotes a day. You know what I'm saying, uh, uh, my man Titus in the building. Perfect time. said we move on and grow and trust our and trust our people follow. We would bust out about maybe 10 quotes a day. Tata sends them in. Titus sends them in. I'm making the graphics for all of them. And we would feed Instagram at least eight to 10 news posts per day, five days a week. So I'm busting out 50 news graphics in a week. And that's like at my apex. And while for a while that was very possible, as time progressed, I realized that's not always sustainable. Like I was operating... At the magnitude of like these big hip hop aggregator websites individually. Because I found out at some point in time, those companies are very small staff. They don't have a lot of people, but they're very efficient. And everybody kind of just like takes turns. And we would take our turns here, and everybody here would kind of uh really like everybody fit very well into their role and what they did. It worked perfectly. But I always had this ambition and chase to, like, never stay complacent, so, like, I'm chasing the next, the next big post, I'm chasing the next story, I'm chasing the next headline, I'm chasing the next thing to keep feeding the social media, because, make no mistake, maybe our numbers may not be up there on YouTube, um, on caffeine, we're not, uh, we're probably a top three, top five big platform on caffeine, we're not number one, but as far as social media goes, I'm ready to pop some shit, there's nobody in battle that has social media unlocked like we do, nobody. And that's a credit to everybody on this team that partakes in making editorials, Tata finding quotes, Titus finding quotes, making stories, everybody uh, being on the spaces, re- interacting, engaging, retweeting. The social media of LTBR is literally a digital marketing agency. Like that's how powerful it is. You know what I'm saying? And uh, nobody, nobody, nobody can, t- can check me on that corner. You know what I'm saying? And I think, this is a moment where I I, I don't like to be egotistical because most more times I do not, I like to just stay out the way. If I could not be on camera, it'd be great. If I could let somebody else do something, it'd be great. If I could be behind the curtains, I would much prefer that always. But this is where like I feel like I've carved a lane for myself in Battle Rap right, that I no longer have to use my voice. I never have to get on camera again if I, if I needed to. And I never have to turn a microphone again. And I can impact the culture positively. Can anybody else really say that? There's not a lot of people that can say that. Everybody has to use their personality, their voice, get on live, jump on a space, get a battle rapper to talk to them or do an interview. Not this Not this organization. Everybody in this organization can never show their face again. And we will always have impact and positive reception. Jay Black says, I can say that, sir. Hey man, you part you part of the one percent, man. You know what I'm saying? So, what so it, it won for you. It won for you. You know what I'm saying? Um, I'm proud of that. You know what I'm saying? I'm proud of that. <laughs> Tata says, "Well, now nah, champion is amazing and definitely respected. Listen, man, champion has put champion has also put a couple college salary." uh level of money back into the coach I, I could easily say he's giving back over 100 grand in his five years of doing champion of the year 2017 18 19 20 21 22 23 and the last three years of Wode, and the champion of the knights uh, you know what I'm saying the covers the incentives the belts uh flying people out for it accommodating the people that uh partake into the process of making history or Submitting these media votes, you know what I'm saying? Tell him how to control battles from behind the scenes. He does, he does, you know what I'm saying? He makes things happen, he makes things happen. You know what I'm saying? In his prime, he can make anything happen. (laughs) Like, just playing puppeteer here, Jay Black. But he, uh, he put in a bunch of pain. Everybody knows Jay Black's jacket, man. You know what I'm saying? Man is a gem for this culture. Uh, Y'all honestly don't deserve him. I'm gonna just keep it a buck. (laughs) The day he decides to leave, y'all. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm just gonna just laugh. I'm gonna be like, should've left sooner. Should have left sooner. Because y'all ain't y'all ain't appreciate him. Y'all took him for granted. Y'all took him for granted. You know what I'm saying? So